Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere, and this is Inez Simpson, and with me is my sidekick and favorite person, Martin Gover. Hello, hello. And hello, hello. <laughs> so what we're doing today is just going to be him and me, and isn't that interesting? So, you know, we've been halfway through a year now, and we've done quite a lot of shows, so we thought we'd sort of tie it together for you and see uh, if we are achieving what we wanted to achieve. What we want to achieve is to get people out there to understand hypnosis and what it is in its many, many forms, because everything is the informal and the formal and all that other stuff. So we are going to just chat about that. We are going to rehash mm -hmm. every show we've ever done. <laughs> oh, very so quickly. Ms. Simpson, as Simpson, tell me, <laughs> so what is the... Um, the thing about hypnosis. What's hypnosis? What do we? Well, you know, we've 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 told you that hypnosis is the bypass of the critical factor, or what we call our conscious minds thinking and chatting and all that stuff. So this is done many times in a couple ways, right? We talk about it, and one is that we use what we call this um, misdirection or heightened focus. Hypnosis is a heightened focus. So when you are in a natural state of hypnosis, like watching a movie or something, you're in heightened focus, right? So, um, but when we use formal hypnosis, we use the same thing. And we also use misdirection. And some people, like in advertising, they'll use distraction or they'll employ something that engages your emotions. Doesn't always have to be the little puppies or the kitties that make you all happy. It can be something that annoys you. It can be anything. It can be something that brings forth your subconscious mind, which is your feeling level mind. Yes, let's look at that. So they, the uh, stereotypical thing of we only use 9, 10% of our brain or whatever, and any cliche like that, the, which means that there's 80, other, 80 or 90% somewhere else of us. Did right? you take math? Yeah. yeah. Math? I didn't take any math today. Um, and now here's the interesting thing, though. The other part of us, which is the subconscious or the unconscious, whatever you want to call it, doesn't really speak English. or That's not its primary language. Its no. primary language is emotion, and it drive, drives us. So it's great for commercials to do, uh, you know, if they're looking beer commercials, they'll put sexy women on it. They'll have certain kind of music. If it's a, a commercial aimed at a woman, it's about security and comfort and all this. It's going for the emotion. Yeah. And they're doing it through distraction, bypassing factor, going for that biggest part of us, which is emotion. And so they use hypnosis. They're very, very good at hypnosis, actually. They're extremely good at hypnosis. Or a magician will use misdirection to get your mind to focus in one direction while they do something quite simple. It's just, it's like, I think there's a typical guy, Inez is not going to let me talk. There was a typical, can I finish? Am I yeah, yeah, finish, yeah, finish, finish. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm allowed to finish. <laughs> there was a, a magician who knew this magician walked an elephant off the stage, knew mm. it. And he saw the show three times and said, this time I'm going to focus. This time I'm going to focus. And still the magician made him focus elsewhere and just walked. It's just walking an elephant off the stage. It's just it's misdirection, yes. which is what a commercial does. It misdirects you. Well, and the whole thing about it is that we think that we are very rational mm -hmm. and logical human beings. And then we rationally make a decision. 
Well, we have to do that because otherwise we'd go a little dottier than we normally are and we'd start to get a little crazy. We have to rationalize things and we have to understand it. That is our conscious part of us that works, that 8 to 10%. Mm-hmm. has to have that. So they know that if you're going to rationalize it, but they give you the emotion and we will rationalize it away. I really like that product. You do? Well, that's my <laughs> yes, rationalization. For instance, we will say, I like this cereal because it's got great vitamins and the commercials are good, and, but it's got great vitamins and good for me. It's, Actually, you like that cereal because you had that as a kid. Or, or I hate that cereal because I don't like that company and they did this. and they did. Actually, you hate that cereal because you had that as a kid. And maybe your mom and dad said, that one's a good for you. That's a healthy one. You eat that one. So that brings <laughs> us to what a hypnotist does, yeah. which is um, go – because in that – biggest part of us, which are emotions, there's all kinds of programs running, which yeah. may be something as simple as I like that cereal because my mom gave it to me, but it may be a little bit more destructive than that. It may be, I don't like this because, or, or the, you're, you have told this biggest part of you that, you know what, I'm really not worthy, or I'm really yes. not good, or I heard my mom say, or my dad say when I was a kid, and I don't even remember this, but, but it, I heard it say, I shouldn't be here, or I'm not worth whatever, and I start to punish myself with this biggest part of me. And no matter how much conscious effort you do, you yeah. can't undo that from that side. But you can undo it from the, the, the bigger side, which is what the hypnotist, they and, go for that. You know, like my friend Bob Burns says, man, I'm stealing this quote from him, and he says, you know, you wouldn't be here if you had come for a conscious problem. You don't have a conscious problem. You have an unconscious problem. And that's because we have now uh, stimulated the subconscious with feelings and done all the other stuff and the programming and et cetera. And then you have to come to someone like us to help you reprogram your mind. Because there is, there is a person, like in fact, Ines Simpson even says this, that a lot of our <laughs> dis-ease, yes. uh, not, not virus, but dis-ease is caused by an emotional problem or an emotional situation. It can trigger it. Let's put it that yeah. way. It's not that it's necessarily always caused by it, but it can trigger it. And sometimes, like we, we found out with our program with Dan Cleary, mm-hmm. even chronic pain can be caused by a trauma, which was a physical. A, a physical car crash, whatever it is. And then the emotional quotient will start adding up to it and actually compound it and make it bigger and bigger. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, we're a mess. That's what I feel. <laughs> and the hypnotist fixes you. <laughs> we're pretty, you know, if you think about it, we are incredible people. Humans, yeah. Humans are incredible. You know, pro- we think our, our computers are pretty good nowadays. Your computer mind is much, much faster, much, much better. The trouble is we're not always using the right programming. <laughs> That's always the issue, isn't it? So as we've had, and we'll talk a little bit about the programs we've had and some uh, give you some suggestions to listen back to some of the amazing people on and has had some great guests is of course there's a great medical community out there and they're looking yeah. more and more to hypnosis now because a it's less invasive and there's no side effects but also because you can mm, do an incision or whatever but that's not the, the problem the problem is behind that is this a huge emotional engine running that we're running all the time that we're not really aware of. Of course, we don't want to think that way, but we do. We get upset. We, we cry at movies. We get upset. We, we like music, we, this kind of music. Yeah. Like, it's the emotional part behind us. Music if, can trigger memories like an unbelievably well, right? And so if there's an error in that emotional program behind us uh, that's throwing us off balance, we can't, and as says, you can't consciously fix it because it's not a conscious problem. Yeah. So therefore, there's drugs, of course, which can try to suppress <laughs> it, 
Why are you laughing? Because that's not the most beneficial way to do it most well, of the time. Most, most people do that. I know. Most of us do. Or there's the, um, the, the getting to that other part, which we call hypnosis, and there's mm -hmm. all kinds of ways to do it. Yeah. There's all kinds of ways. But so that's majorly that. And, you know, you have been sending in questions to us and all this kind of stuff. So we want to cover all kinds of stuff today. Mm -hmm. But basically that was what we came to do in this program was to teach you that what hypnosis was and what it wasn't. And also for you to be able to use it. Not just, for yourself. Yeah. yeah, for yourself. So a lot of you are using the self-hypnosis workshop, work site, website. Website, any one of those, anyone will do, and you know that's what we're happy about that you're using it. So I want to say a little thing about that. Wait, wait, let's. I'm not allowed to do that no, yet. Wait till oh, the end. Okay. different segment. All we right, she's gonna we wrote it all down, and she's not. Mm -hmm. she's okay, well, so let's, let's keep going with this segment. In that, uh, really um, try and grasp that because I also thought that's quite an amazing fact. As I, because I'm on your side, ladies and gentlemen, this hypnosis stuff. Sweet for the birds, really. But as, as I watched it more and more, and this, this is a, um, an expert sitting beside me, is you've got to think about, even as a guy called Seth Godin said, is that the biggest part of us doesn't speak English. Well, I mean, it speaks English, but that's not the language. This language is, is, is emotion. This language is memory. It's language. Well, when Seth said it, you just believed it like he, that. Because he's a guy. And then I it's a guy. said it. You know, it was... <laughs> yeah. no, that's the way it is. Anyway, I, no, it's very true. Seth agrees with you is what I'm saying. Yes. That it's the largest part of us. And that's the part that we tend to ignore in everyday life. We kind of go along thinking, well, well, that'll get better by itself. Or, well, I guess that's just a hiccup I have. Or that's just my personality. Or I just get angry and get mad for no reason at all. But we're driven from this other thing behind. And what's very interesting is I watched, um, and as working and working with, a, with um, students even when teaching, is the amount of misapprehension we have about our own very lives. Well, not only that, the, the expectations that mm. people have of it. Actually, that's a great. Why don't you talk a little bit about that, About because this is an audience probably maybe have not uh, experienced hypnosis directly. I was sure of where I was going in a minute ago. Oh, sorry. <coughs> <coughs> but the expectation that people have of what hypnosis is, is always quite erroneous. So we think we're either going to become a Buddha sitting on a rock with the stream going by and just be in total Zen state, or that we are not even present. So I want you to just to change your expectations of what hypnosis is. So what I say to you is close your eyes for a moment and take a few breaths and let yourself relax. Guess what? That's what it feels like. Yes, we've seen because, of course, movies like uh, like Spectacular and like the big thing, it's kind of boring if you really show well, a lot yeah. of hypnosis. <laughs> so there's always this, it's like taking drugs or you're going to go into a coma or you're going to be, and, and a lot of us, I think, attach it to going to hospital and taking an anesthetic and we think that's what it's going to be like. We're just going to disappear and then we wake up and we're all fixed. But that's, no, it's because our mind is, all we've done is turn a part of our mind a little way off but yes. the rest of us is still there. And the difference is with anesthetic that your conscious part of you is gone. The other part is still there and recording everything that's happening. Well, actually, anesthetic is the closest thing you can come to death without dying because everything well, starts to shut down. But it, if you take someone and put them in hypnosis and you take them back to when they were in that anesthetic, right, right. they know exactly what the doctors are saying, what's happened, what 
everything they can say it word for word. Now, the interesting part of that is that consciously they don't know that. Mm-hmm. But it's running the system. It's running their subconscious, which is running everything. And so if the doctor says the wrong thing, I remember this one instance, there was a doctor who said, you know, um, this guy's done, meaning, you know, you guys clean up. He didn't mean, but the guy's subconscious took it as this guy's done, you know, like he was going to die. That's how it took it. So afterwards, he wasn't very well after the, and, and the doctors didn't know why. Everything had gone smoothly. But when the hypnotist came in and found that, and he just changed that belief in him, and everything went fine after that because he had misunderstood. And that comes back also in your birthing program or anybody's birthing program is about hypnosis is that, um, believe it or not, we do hear in the womb. And that's, you know, soothing. They do Mm. that a lot now, the soothing music, the mother talking, the father talking. They say, well, we don't have language then. It doesn't matter because we're talking to the feeling level mind. Mm -hmm. So... As you grow older, language becomes part of it, and you actually do remember what goes on. And, and so it's subconsciously even, even as obvious as a friend of ours had uh, her first kid, baby. She didn't want to have that baby. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like I go, I'm going to have an abortion. It's just like, oh, geez, this is a surprise baby. And that child, for the first three or four years of life, was just tr- was just anxious all the time. The second one. Um, she did want the baby, and that's a completely different personality. Yeah. And all affects them. Well, we're going to continue that conversation okay. after we come back from break. See you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I think we're just going to keep going, hey, Martin, because we've got lots that we want to say. So I'm just going to go back to this baby thing he sort of explained to you. One was held when the woman was not sure she was wanting it, she was scared, she didn't know enough money, all the other things that happened. The second one had was waited for and, and really Expe- expected and for. planned and was loved in that way. Now, the perceptions of the two children coming out were totally different. Not that there's those people did anything on purpose. The child's reality at that time had felt the emotions of the mother and the fear and all the other things. And she was not as happy a child as, as could be. The second one came out, of course, from a very different environment. And it was much more positive. The child had a much easier time. And, of course, then there's also the genetic differences. You know, you have one child, yes. they're perfect. The second oh. child is just a, a nightmare. <laughs> but that's in the mix, Are too. you the nightmare one? <laughs> yeah. I was the first one and the nightmare. <laughs> okay. The, um, but but this was, I always thought this was very interesting because we couldn't, why is this child, in this particular instance of this mm-hmm. lady, this woman, this child was just a trauma, I mean, always throwing tantrums, always fighting, always, always, uh, after, after about, eight or nine or ten years old she calmed down but the other one the other girl was perfect and even the lady said you know why the difference is yes she acknowledged what had happened yes and it's not you know we can actually change that for you you know i mean that's what hypnosis is about it's about reprogramming you and understand once you understand that it was a misconception and a misunderstanding that the baby really was wanted it was just that i was fearful of money or whatever then they are actually can shift and change that but well, let's go well, on to could, whatever we could throw that out there and it's just it's just as a thought it's not yeah. is that uh, if for instance the mother had said and got really upset and if i want to have an abortion i shouldn't mm-hmm. have this child that can have serious uh, yes. physical uh, um, consequences down the road because the child starts to uh, try believes and, that it's not supposed to be here. Yeah, and tries to punish itself. Very yeah. interesting. Now, that isn't putting anybody down who's had an abortion or needed to because that's it's still the realities of life. This is not, we all do the best we can. The thing is, we're always operating from our own realities. Mm-hmm. And that reality was that it was a feeling of, I don't want this. And I also thought that's an instant, just a quick point that you can make is um, as a hypnotist and i'm watching you guys as, as hypnotists you have this you say well we're open to possibility that's what was a hypnotist going in we're, and we're asking me. the client to be open to possibility mm-hmm. but you're always dealing with there is no reality only the client's reality yeah that's true so no matter what they're thinking you know somebody could say well that never happened it's pretty much irrelevant because they, is irrelevant. they're acting as if it happened yeah, of course and so of course then you can have situations where was that 
child abuse wasn't it doesn't matter what is the person working on and essentially every parent does the best they can Mm -hmm. so always there's a a big waste of time being done by blaming yes right in other words just if you know that that was a misconception and you were born in a poor family that no money or whatever and that there was stress on the mother then you know you say oh that makes total sense to me and you're ready to shift it And that's what uh, certain uh, you can use hypnosis for. We all know the cycle of the abusers was abused and goes on and on. And it's very, very difficult to stop. You can't stop it consciously, nor can you stop it with putting them in prison, nor can you stop it with punishment. But you can break the the programming. You can break the cycle, yep. By getting to the subconscious. By someone who, when you come to see a, uh, a hypnotist and you say, this is not my issues, I'm not, you know, I, we're not talking about, well, I'm going to go out and murder somebody or something, but all that kind of stuff has to be addressed so that the feeling is no longer there. Once mm-hmm. those feelings, the negative feelings are dislodged, they're not present and they are no wrong longer running the show no longer running the show yes you've taken the energy out or you've yeah. changed the programming yeah. what you're call it. let's look at just because we are doing you're doing yes. a recap of the of sort of half the of shows and we're doing a lot of shows and she's had tremendous amount of guests on and, mm-hmm. and who've done and they've come from as you wanted all different perspectives all different perspectives and i think we have to for you were talking about self-hypnosis there's a great show i think an early one i can't remember what it's called and i can't even remember the guest what's the guest name you remember are the you talking show? about the laser show yeah Paul Weisbart. Paul Weisbart, yeah. Uh, sorry, Paul, forgetting your name. But that is a in that show we were we were trying to get him to talk about lasers, which is what he invented, <laughs> which was his baby. And he was focused on what he would call still point, which is meditation or, or hypnosis. Another, yeah, it's just another form of word for a style of hypnosis. And still point. And he spent the whole time teaching people on how to do audience. it. it if you lovely. haven't, go back and listen to it and, and just do it with him because it, he in, can live in that space. In two minutes, he was teaching the audience, and it was just everyone. Wow, was this is a great, great teaching show. We went, yes. What about the lasers? <laughs> yeah, who cares about the lasers? He says, no. But, and then but, uh, modern hypnosis. Um, let's say in the fifties, modern hypnosis was brought to the medical community. Really, the medical community want, was driving it. They wanted there was Dave Elman, there was Erickson. They were using it in the medical field because it was so effective and very efficient, uh-huh. and of course cheap. Because there was no there's no machinery. It was your mind you were using it, and the doctors were able to put people into states where they could uh, have no anesthetic. Uh, anesthetic yeah. In in three minutes, in two minutes, they, yeah, were being they learned to how to do all that by uh, very fast and, direct methods that they had that Dave Elman had made. And so you can yeah. see uh, there's shows on the BBC and on the U.S. networks. Mm-hmm. The network shows would show, for instance, a lady having a cesarean with. Uh, uh, being completely consciously awake, as it were, under under in hypnosis, so that there was no anesthetic being used. Yeah, no and anesthetic, she w- and she knew exactly. And the cesareans, and I mean, these things were the the ones I've seen are were right in the fifties and sixties. We do them a lot different today, but you know, and she knew exactly what, how many incisions he made, what he was doing the whole time. He talked to her the whole time through it. And uh, she was ecstatic and singing away. I know and just it's, it's hard, that, and you'd say no, 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 no. But yeah, but it's true. And you can watch those old BBC clips, maybe somewhere. I'm not sure where. In fact, what was interesting about that lady was wasn't the doctor trying to get her to? You were you in hypnosis. You don't do things you don't you didn't you don't want to do. 
I mean, people don't can't make it. No, food. you can't. And he was asking us something about a drink. Was it a drink or? A f- <laughs> it was lovely because he he said to her because it was so hot in those days they had to have really huge lights to do the filming, and he thought, um, well, she's going to be very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So he said he told her how warm it was and all that kind of stuff and. He was going to just imagine yourself drink, drinking this drink, and he would put ice in it and everything. But she, he asked her later, did you drink the drink? And she said, no, because I wasn't sure what was in it. <laughs> so, you know, this is what I'm talking to you about. I said, you will not do anything you don't want to do. And then another time he asked her, well, what are you watching? And she was watching a kaleidoscope kind of ball, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what he calls those ball. disco ball it type was, thing in her mind. And it was different colors. And he put it when he says, what about pink? She said, no, there's no pink, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, we do exactly what we please in there. So he was great because he directed her how to stay in that place. And she was singing away and doing hymns and things. And it was just an astounding thing to watch. And then there's lots of dentists and stuff using it. Yeah. Now it drifted away. That Certainly it's a lot of hypnotists were teaching the lay people to use it, but it drifted away because, well, now, politics, pharmaceutical companies, there's no money in hypnosis and you're looking for things that will have money and and things are not necessarily progressive as much as fashion. Things come and things go. Yeah. And the hospitals and the MRIs and the pharmaceutical companies got in there. But what's interesting, uh, we've had on the show, we were talking about different people on the show, was we had two, three, four shows on the medical um, aspects, aspects right? from doctors, yeah, nurses, anesthesiologists. A nurse anesthetist. Uh, no, I can't say it. Anesthesiologist. <laughs> And uh, Inez is um, from way back, was born in Belgium. And in the Belgium, they're using a lot of um, hypnosis yep. in the, for, uh, for operations, operations because yeah. it's so much faster. But even way before that, you know, the, I'm telling you a secret. <laughs> the Mayo Clinic only uses a quarter of the anesthesia because they use hypnosis as in conjunct with it. Mm-hmm. So they've never had a death due to having anesthesia because some people can't have it right right and then there's, there's a great one by the patient whispers a show we had with the patient whispers who say that the, the hospitals just love them because there's less drug use being used uh, by the, the, the for the patients which means it's cheaper and they're getting healing faster they're, so they're in and out they're getting the beds yes. turned over much faster because healing is much faster if you're using your own body to heal yeah you don't have a, to counteract what's the chemical in your yeah. body because the body is a healing machine. It so is. if you're trying to fight against it, in other words, if you have an operation or something, there's fear, what is happening, what's happening. But if you're using hypnosis and, and explaining what's happening to the subconscious mind, it goes, oh, great. Yeah, that I'll do a, this. That uh, was a pretty fun show, though, with them. Fantastic. And you know what? They were both sitting in their cars on their lunch break. They do long hours on the trauma ward. And they're both sitting in their cars next to each other talking to us, doing an hour show while they're on their lunch break. So talking over each other and trying to get in this, their, their <laughs> point of view. And they're sitting looking at each other. With their, with their That's the patient whispers. You should, you know, you know, now is the time to go back and listen to the ones you haven't heard. And then just recently we did two different, different people on aspects of pain yes. and hypnosis or using your own mind. And they seem to be from very different yeah. ways. But they really, if you listen closely, there was still the common thread. Yeah, there was um, Stephen... Stephen Blake. Stephen Blake, nice, English, very laid yeah, back. Yeah, very laid just, back Just lulls you into it almost and just gets you just going for it. And then yeah. there's Dan Cleary. And, anywhere, <laughs> and Dan Cleary is from Florida. And he, you know, and he says, oh, they're quite adamantly, that hypnosis, you know, because some of us, we all say that, you know, hip, emotion can cause 
But not all pain, not all stuff is caused by a situation where there was uh, an emotional contact because the emotional contact came slightly after. You got off, you got hit by the car first. And then the emotion came after. And you right? hold on to it. You start to build yes. a, a pattern and, and all kinds of interesting and, things. And so happen. they both ended up talking about very interesting things and how they both deal with clients with discomfort, especially chronic pain. And two interesting shows, two, two really good guests in terms of what they were saying was uh, Scott Sam, Sam, Sandlin. And uh, no, Scott Sandlin and Nick Ebden doing about conventions and yes. how they're building those things up, which is a, is a great way to see hypnosis. But then there was um, the stage guide, just Paul. Paul Ramsey. Honey. And Sean Michael Andrews. <laughs> and Sean Michael so Andrews. Do great explanations of not only <laughs> stage shows. I don't, I'm, I don't have know. to remember names. Do you remember the names for me? And um, also <laughs> how they're teaching people through those stage shows. Yes. Kids and school kids, etc. Yes, one minute. I see that. Mm-hmm. So those are all exceptional. But one of the most exceptional ones is Natalie Fissette. Mm-hmm. You say Fisset because I'm just saying that. She won't like that. It's Fisset because she's French. But it's beautiful because she gives you so much information. The only thing is you have to listen to it more than once because she talks so fast. Got so much information in that mm, show. It's a great show. Unbelievable. So listen to that one. And we'll we'll go to a commercial yeah. break. But just quickly on that, when we were in the commercial breaks with Natalie, she was still talking. She said, Natalie, we're not recording. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, let's go to commercial. <laughs> okay. See you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I'm Inez Simpson. And Martin Gover's right here, and we're just going to truck right along because we still have lots to tell you. Now, um, I did say Natalie Fisset to go back and see that, and but you know what? All the programs, the one with Bob Burns at the beginning, and Bob will be on again in a little while. I'm not sure exactly when. I have to track him down. And Beryl Comer, I did a show with her that was exceptional, and then I did another one while I was in Spain. And right now. For all our Irish listeners, I'm doing this show right here from Dublin today. So this is where I'm at today. So I'm glad that, you know, I have quite a few listeners in in Ireland. So that's now I'm doing it right here. Anyway, that's sidetracking. So one last, there's lots of shows, but another interesting show, because one of the main, uh, your mentor and one of the main people who moved hypnosis forward Recently has been Jerry Kine. Yes. And there's a guy called Bob Brenner who worked with him. Mm-hmm. There's a great show on yeah. talking about Jerry Kine. Plus, he wrote a book and it's there. All the information's there and it's really good. Actually, I just finished reading the book because I hadn't had a lot of time yet. And if you are uh, never had hypnosis or whatever and you want to know sort of what recursion to cause kind of work is, uh, read it and see how What's that is. It it's very interesting. What's it's it called, called um, Petrified Minds. And there's no pictures in it. But it's all information there you can see. Anyway, no pictures, yes. All right, let's talk about, because we're allowed to, we have some time, and we've mentioned it, your process called the Simpson Protocol. Yeah. Coincidentally, what's the chances we can call the same thing as your name? That's (laughs) quite something. The Simpson Protocol, and that is, so for a client or a person listening with hypnosis, as you say, there's so many different varieties of hypnosis out there, Mm -hmm. and find the person that clicks with you, you, right? Yep. But what does a, what does the Simpson Protocol offer a client that is unique or different or whatever? Well, I think what's different about it is because they don't have to tell us very much. Mm-hmm. So I know we now start to talk about content-free hypnosis, but it isn't really content-free from my point of view. It's just that I don't need to know the content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's sort of a, a slight, eh, slightly different. The other thing is it keeps my judgment totally out of it. So that means that I, even if I'm consciously, you know what? We all make uh, judgments as we go. Oh, we like that color. No, we don't like this or that. It's a constant thing and it's a natural thing. But the process allows the hypnotist to stay and keep their judgment out of it. I don't know if this is always something kind of annoying for me that when you go to a doctor's office and you go in and they do and they say, so what are you here for today? And you say something, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. You, um, blood pressure, let's say. Nothing to do with I have nothing to do with blood pressure. Let's just say it's blood pressure. You walk in, and then ever after that, and they'll take your blood pressure and go, yeah, it's high, whatever. 
after that, they're really not listening to you. It's just, okay, and so take this, do this, do this, change your diet. Well, I, I do eat well. My dad's pretty good. Yeah, huh? Change your diet. They're, they're focused. I mean, they're okay. <laughs> now, they don't have do much it. time. They don't boop, have boop, much boop, time. Boop. They're trying to get through. <laughs> so they're always really not listening because they're busy and they've got 1,600 patients. They've analyzed it quickly and said, okay, this is what it is. All right, that's what it is. Now, every time you come in, it's going to be this thing. What's interesting with the Simpson Protocol is it doesn't matter what you think because it, you're, what, what you think is irrelevant. Yes, what the I think is, is irrelevant. Because the, uh, it's what's called deep state hypnosis. Yeah. You take them to quite deeper states to allow even more part, powerful parts of them to do the work. And the other thing about it is uh, I've created it to empower the client. And people are always saying, you know, in hypnosis, oh, I, I'm not going to give up my power mm. because people are going to put me in under hypnosis, under. which is part of the reason we have bad words in our, in our process and all that kind of thing. But, well, actually, when you are so much stronger, just like the lady who didn't drink the drink or she didn't want pink in her ball, that is the thing. This way, you do exactly what you want. You always will anyway but I might as well stay out of it and let you create it the best you can. Well, you're using the best, the, the biggest part of them to, yeah. to work on themselves. Yeah. And you know what? You know yourself the best. I don't know who you are. I might have met you a half hour before. Well, that's an interesting topic because I don't know if probably nobody else ever thinks this, but I can always think this, that you, you do something stupid or you do something bad or you, whatever, and you think, that's really not me. There's another part of me I know is better than that. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the sort of the part. Do you have that part? Really? Seriously? <laughs> no, I read this in a book once. But uh, that's the part you, you, you're going after. That's sort of that core yes. part of the person. And the core part of the person understands. If, it doesn't understand if programs are running badly. But if you stop them, and it, it will change the program. Because, no, I want the best for the person. The, that's right. The human that yeah. I'm working with. As it yeah. And, and it will shift things. If, you know, the prime directive, if we were a Star Trek person, if the prime directive is to cause no harm and to make sure that you survive. So if the subconscious or the superconscious, as I call it, because it's, I think it is even bigger than that, it will do exactly what needs to be done once it knows that you cognitively at least start to know that there's something missing or known, then it will do what it needs to do. Well, we need the conscious on board to a degree. We know we talk about bypassing it, but it's about bypassing your um, belief systems necessarily about I, I'm strong, I'm all this, and I can't go into hypnosis, and all those things are actually very detrimental to you. Whereas when you can go into hypnosis like you do every day when you're just like breathing, as Martin says, but you allow everything to be done that allows you to. Well, Heal. let's not let you get away with that completely. So, the, the, um, <laughs> ah, that conscious, what were we yeah. talking about? I'm going to come back to the thing you just said there. Yeah, is, I get oh, control story. is that we tend to, f the, the front part of us, the conscious part of us hates to lose control. It's always yes. fearful. But yes. in fact, of course, the joke is it's it doesn't, not. It doesn't have any control. But it's not that you're not in control. It's that that part is not in control. You yes. are always in control. But the whole being. But the problem is being in control. If you're running a, a defective program, it's not really helpful. And you said, so uh, your Simpson protocol doesn't really deal with the subconscious to a large degree. You're focused. It's it's part of the process. It's part but, of the process. But what yeah. you do is 
you seem to go to one step further and say there's something else, even yes. even more no, powerful, whatever you want to call it, more yes. more aware of, yes. of and it's the subconscious will run bad programming because it doesn't know any better. Yes. It'll just run it. That's right. But what you call a superconscious does not run bad programming. It knows better, but it will never override the person's free will. Right. Because it's, it's part of them. Or it's connected from the whole thing is people ask me that constantly. What the heck is superconscious? And I say, Well, I really don't know. But I know what it does. I know what it accomplishes. And I know that the outcomes are great if I use it. Is it a construct? Is it something we make up? I couldn't tell you, but I really think, and this is only my opinion, this is not, you know, we're theorizing here. So for me, what I think is it could be the collective unconscious. It could be as much as you, some of you would call source or universe or God or whatever, that our attachment to that, our connection to that, maybe it's that. Maybe it is anything. But I know that it knows everything that it needs to know about you. You've been watching too many Star Wars. The source? I know. It's the force. The force. The source. That's that's Star Wars. I was on Star Trek a minute ago. But seriously, that's the field, the superconscious. It's kind of like the force. And it's an interesting discussion that's going to go absolutely nowhere because – there is no, I mean, in terms of argu- argumentative it. about it, because there's no way to prove it. No. And we're not, and you're not there to prove, hypnotists aren't there to prove anything. They're just there to get outcomes for clients. Yeah. So if there is, let's say there is a higher mind, let's say, or the, let's say there is a, a, a super connected unconscious mm-hmm. that knows what's best. And yeah. if you allow it and agree to allow it to work on you, you will get the best. Let's say mm-hmm. that's not the case. But it seems to be that's what you get, right? When yes. You, when you connect to this, yes. and even the clients will agree. I don't know what that was, but holy moly. Most mind. clients come out of the session and say, that was kind of weird, but they got so much information given their conscious mind. That they didn't know before. That they didn't know about before. Yeah, so it's an interesting. Yeah. I think it's an Without inter- me saying a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting co- mm-hmm. uh, occupation where you, there's no hard facts, but you're getting consistent results from consistent uh, the sa- doing the same thing over and over again yeah. and you get a consistent is result. Is it ultimately, you know what's kind of surprising, is it ultimately done in one session? No. Not always. I mean, we are very intricate human beings. We, as another Bob Burns saying, I love it, is we don't all come with our manual. Mm-hmm. We don't have a manual. We're all different. One manual wouldn't work for all of us. Mm-hmm. And each one is different. So when you're doing that, uh, you can go and do, uh, when you get your muscles primed and all that, you go and build. You take weeks and weeks and weeks lifting it's weights. Exercise. It's called exercise. Yeah, yes. Thank you. <laughs> so when you're doing that, but when, when you're doing hypnosis, you, sometimes the expectation is should be just done like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we get a lot done in a session. It's short-term therapy. Well, I thought that was great. The the, the Dan said in that uh, show a couple of weeks, whatever it was, two, three, four weeks ago. Of if I said to you, and he he deals with pain pain relief, mm-hmm. and so a person comes in with chronic pain, he says, now so today, if I told you, right in this session here, within about half an hour, I will t- complete. You'll be completely pain free. What would you think? That'd be awesome. He goes, well, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and even if it did happen by then, you'd change their expectation. You see. Yeah, you say, He's what if changed I did it, it from, oh, my God, I'm going to come in here and it's going to yeah. be gone just like that. And he's opened up the possibility for the most change he can get. Yeah. And so then he takes that away and then he says, what about if it was 50 And he builds well, it back in. And, yeah. yeah it's very, he's it's a very, very good guy. You got to listen. That's the other one. That's the one we talked about with pain. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah. 
but so that's I, I, I always think in hypnosis I mean there's the hypnosis of the manipulation of words to, for distraction which is the, um, the politician misdirection and the misdirection mm. and the commercials and uh, the magicians etc and that's interesting and um, just just be aware be yeah. aware you but, only accuse me of rambling or ranting and now you're sort of on a Oh, am I talking in your space? Is that the problem? <laughs> you but, know, we really do love each other, but it's but true. But the interesting thing about this. hypnosis, formal hypnosis, is the realities you guys deal with in that it's... Yes. There is no reality. I mean... No, just there's no such outcomes. thing, because everybody's reality is different. You can do... You can go and watch... People have watched all the same show. They'll all come away with a different reality of that show. So there's no such thing as reality. There's only the person's reality. Yeah. So let's go to a little um, commercial break and then come back and wind that back up again with this, the, your perfect tool of self-hypnosis that you're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Self-hypnosis is awesome. So See you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. listening to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today please call into 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 
You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, everybody, to Hypnosis Everywhere. And this is our final segment. So we'll get to the self-hypnosis bit in a minute, but I'm just going to finish a few thoughts from well, what from I the to end. Do to get to, because this is a wrap-up show, we're trying to cover sort of where we've been going and what we've been doing. Yeah. We're talking about, and we were talking in the last segment about um, some protocol, your, your process. And so to wrap up what, what a client, the client, uh, how that works with a client. So can you- well, the client will come in and they'll have whatever it is. I'm feeling sad. I, don't, I can't cope, whatever it is. And then we'll just address it. And the whole thing will address the feeling. Because that's what we're talking about here all the time, mm-hmm. is the subconscious has got your feeling level mind. We're not here to uh, um, analyze exactly what each word you said is and what's wrong, even though we do talk about language being important, but that's a whole other facet of it. So from there, we, we uh, address that feeling. And you can't consciously think of that feeling right now, right. but when you are in hypnosis, you can access it very easily. Okay, Just so, like you access it when you're watching a movie or a book. Okay, so but but so, so a client coming into you with your form of hypnosis, they're not going to expose anything. No, they don't even have to say really no, have to say because anything because I won't know anything. And you're not going to put them into a state where they're going to reveal secrets or but something. They're talk gonna... about the ultimate confidentiality. Okay, talk. People about... say, "Will you? Well, can you um, um, record my?" session i say i can but it'll be boring as anything for you because there's just nothing this is an internal dialogue sure you'll be talking to me the odd time but in between there'll be so many things where things are just happening internally that to watch it or listen to it would be so boring well there's nothing to hear and i do i give it to them if they want but Mm -hmm. they'll probably never listen to it and so then once it's over they say i can get that now yeah (laughs) Yeah. so you're going to put them into a deep state uh, hypnosis yeah. and basically just allow the best part of them to work on their whatever problem whatever whatever it is. situation See, once to their best outcome not the outcome you yes. want the, the best outcome sometimes not even the outcome the client expects but, but once the, the desire outcome. knows a desire for change is there mm-hmm. it'll help you implement it as long as that desire is not present and many times you don't know you have the desire to change a particular thing Till you're in hypnosis and you access the feeling, you say, yeah, I sure as heck don't want that anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I now want to change that and we have something different. Okay, so let's move on to... The self-hypnosis. The, so the tools that... So we were talking about formal hypnosis or yeah. entertainment hypnosis or commercials where, where they're manipulating your situation so you can buy stuff. But self-hypnosis is what they can, what people can use for themselves. Mm-hmm. And we tend to do it ourselves a lot in, in you know, a lot of people in sports and stuff. They focus and they, they, yeah. they but the self-hypnosis is going to go past that conscious focus, right? And, yeah. and access other parts. Yeah, you know, if you do that conscious focus, it's not, a re- it's, it's not a, all that easy. You say, well, I have to study now. I should be Whoa, doing this. I'll turn off the TV whatever. in a minute. Yeah, in a minute, you know, and then you you're, you don't really focus very well. So, but if you bypass your own critical factor doing self-hypnosis, you can get into that state very easily. Of The trouble is, our expectations of, I've already mm. said this in the program mm. already, but I'm going to say it again, our expectations of hypnosis are much higher than they are in reality. 
because well, from movies and everything else, you have all these incredible expectations. And even, I have to say, new hypnotists have those expectations because they still haven't figured it out that it is very simple. It allows you to bypass that conscious thinking and access that bigger part of you, but you feel just maybe a little relaxed. You feel very calm, maybe, but there's nothing crazy happening. Or, you know, I have people saying, well, I can't do the phenomenon I see at stage. Of course you can't. You are, if you use your conscious to create the phenomena, you'll be out of hypnosis because you'll be utilizing your conscious mind. You need a hypnotist using their con- doing that work for you. So self-hypnosis is a bit at first, like really just giving it a chance to work and just being present saying, okay, that's good enough for today. And you just get better and better at it. Uh, okay. So you have the free self-hypnosis site on. Mm-hmm. The, and there's so many people using it. It makes me happy. Thank yeah. you. And so go to the uh, webpage, Hypnosis Everywhere, and there's the free house self-hypnosis site there. It's also on our page, this radio page. So what's the benefit, though, of self-hypnosis? Well, from- for one thing, do you know, I, I've told this story before, too. When I was learning how to be a hypnotist, I did a lot of self-hypnosis. And I had chronic pain from the time I was 14. By the time I was a hypnotist and, you know, uh, certified and all that, I had no longer any discomfort in my body. So it's that was not working on it. That was just going into a state of that calm place and doing it consistently. And so basically what, what if you do, when you do that, what happens is your mind starts to work on the situations it can work on that are not available. It's releasing when- the stress that's already in you. And it will continue to help. Sure, it would be better if I'd gone to see you or some other hypnotist. Let's say Martin does do a little bit of hypnosis, but he's not. And if I'd gone to see you mm-hmm. and you were a certified hypnotist, and I would have probably got there much faster. But there's an interesting thing of, so I was doing self-hypnosis, and I noticed after six, nine, 12 months, I no longer had chronic pain. But it wasn't like you went, went no. th- listened to a tape, or listened to some, no. so, and then went, oh, that's fixed. That's right. We don't notice it. it it's like it going, was, to the, going to the yeah. gym where you you are progressively getting more fit. It's not like one day you go, oh. No, and suddenly you're feeling comfortable, but you don't notice it because it's been incremental. Suddenly someone will say to you, gee, I just noticed that you're not, you don't do that anymore. Yeah. What's going on here? And you go, oh, really? I remember that I had, uh, when I was working for the, psych, um, the psychologist that I said, well, you did uh, brain state technologies and we had thing, electrodes on the, hip, on, the, on the mind, and uh, not on the mind, on the brain. Anyway, she said, your brain map shows that you have chronic pain. And I thought about it and it was just like it was, what, really? And then I realized, yes, I did have chronic pain a long time ago, but it was still showing in my brain map, which is interesting. But I said to her, well, that was a long time ago. Maybe when I first started in 2000 or something, 1999, I might have had it. Still. She said, well, you're just in denial. And I looked at her and I said, well, hallelujah. So basically, <laughs> basically what the self-hypnosis said, well, we don't, the signal, the, the, whatever, the signals in the brain might be there, but the rest of the body doesn't need it. So we'll just not, not use it. <laughs> yes. And the... Um, as incremental and also it's interesting. One of the shows, Rub the Growth Show, which is a very mm-hmm. interesting show. And by the way, um, some of these shows have been recorded on uh, uh, 
Voice America is allowed to us to put them onto Facebook Live. So some of them have videos after the fact. Yeah. You can go back and see some of the people who are yeah. speaking and go and look at them. Yeah. Anyway, Rob DeGroff said, well, of course it is. There is no such thing as self-hypnosis. And, of course, I've always said everything is self-hypnosis. So then, but then he reworded it, and I said, well, that's what we both agree on that. And what it was, was that it's not easy to learn self-hypnosis by yourself. If you haven't, if you haven't got an experience of it, consciously, it's very hard, very hard. Yeah. But you can go to a self-hypnosis site, and basically you're working with a hypnotist. Yes, cause, cause you're working with me. Yeah, because the, the tracks and are there. And I take just you through it. Yeah, and you can yeah. learn it that way. Yes. It's still always better to go see a hypnotist, get them to teach you how to do self-hypnosis, and you've got it down like that. But if you want to do it and you're just trying it out and you want to do the, all those things, go to the site and learn how to do it because I teach you. And there is such a thing as self-hypnosis. Everybody does self-hypnosis, but he was making a point that it's not easy to take a book or something. It'll take a long time. He said, do tapes work every time? Yes, but that's someone that's working with a hypnotist again. You're working with a hypnotist. So, Inez, we're sort of halfway through showing this a recap show, and then we've got the rest of the year coming up. We've got some very interesting guests. I think you've got some lined up, and we're looking at people like maybe even Bruce Lipton, et cetera, who are very interesting. He said if you can get it in the schedule. Yeah, we'll see if we can get it in the schedule. But next week. We have a very interesting person coming on, an interesting discussion coming yes. up. Yes. Well, we, um, I think we also had the program with Steen Niels Musham, my trainer, and he started talking about working with sexual issues, which that sparred me on to with another person I know who does that and works not with nothing but pretty much. So Kaz Riley will be our next week. Next week. And it'll all be about sexual issues and all those things. So you might have a little more controversy for, you know, a little more if that's what you want instead of my fun side. And um, what else? Say goodbye, Inez. It's time to say goodbye again. I can't believe it. Anyway, goodbye and we'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.